0: know that's because that's all i've lived through is little dogs that live too exactly and i have never so i can identify every little thing i can identify
1: with like clients that i have had over i mean because we groom poodles and yorkies and shih tzus but Um, never have i owned i mean kitty will probably fall in that category because kitty's like 12 years old really yeah she's old you would never know it by looking at her nope oh kitty but, yeah, to have a... Uh,
2: Hi, BB.
3: Hi, Kitty. Well,
1: she was 15 when I got her in September. She had just turned 15, so she's, you know, heading to the 16.
4: When did they get her? Was I that a puppy. Was that after we moved away?
1: Yeah. Yes.
3: I was still where, there. Where, where, where did they get her from?
1: They got her from a... Oh. The Penny
3: Saver, remember that? Really? Yeah.
4: Yeah, makes sense. I was really mad. That was when they they printed Maybe, out Craigslist and mailed me it to people. Really mad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's what it is. That's it, what Penny it, Saver they was. Printed yeah. They printed Craigslist. They printed Craigslist.
1: Yeah. It was it was my dad. It was you know, my dad.
4: He just wanted to get it for her.
1: He wanted because that never wanted, works out. He just he just wanted one. He just wanted to get up for they himself. Went together. They went okay. together.
4: Because so, yeah. at, at at this point he had no dogs.
1: Don't even I don't think pets. that they had any Shih Tzus left when they got
3: Melbourne. I don't remember your mom ever not having a dog. I think I don't think that. I they don't think there was any I dogs they when had they had got a, one. I don't think they
1: had any.
4: I think there was like a year or two, or Grandma and Grandpa didn't have any dogs.
3: Yeah. Hmm. Are you sure? Did she have a dog when you when you when you lived there? I just don't remember.
1: Hershitzas were all about the same age. They all just kind of died. I don't think there was together. any when you
4: lived there. I remember one passed away and it, it fell in the pool.
1: No, that was a, that was a long time ago. That,
4: that was longer?
1: Yeah. yeah that that was, was
2: before the other three. I
4: thought that was when we had the office in Laverne. That was no, I was pretty sure. Happened, tell you that. that
1: happened when they lived in Pomona. That, that dog drowned in the Pomona. No, pool. no,
4: no there no. was another one. No, there was one ago. in the El house. No, and I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure because I think... I, I remember, like, that day when 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 he was at work, he was busted up about it because he, you know... He was had, it Amelia? You had to pull your dog out of the pool. I put
1: Amelia to sleep. Hmm. I put Amelia to sleep. Was it Cricket? I put Cricket to sleep. Cricket had mouth cancer. I put most of her dogs to sleep. She had the... Remember, she had Mrs. Waller's yeah, dogs? I was going to say
3: she had Mrs. Waller's dogs. But I had she this, renamed cli- I had them this so-
1: client... Ugh, what a story this is. I had this client, hair of the dog, that had three Shih Tzus.
3: She had four at one point, but I think she only had three at this point.
1: Nicest lady, her and her husband, groomed their dogs for a long time, and then her husband got really sick with like a kidney infection or something. He was in the hospital really, really sick. Like, we're not sure he's going to make it sick. Mm-hmm. And she, this is San Antonio Hospital. She went to see him one night in that parking lot and some guy ran up to rob her to take her purse. And she, I'll never forget it because the security guard was like, you know, 500 feet from her. So he could see what was happening. And he said, he came up behind her to grab her purse off her shoulder and she pulled back which she would do instinctively. And he cut her throat. Wow. I mean, he like, he like cut her throat like Megan's, you know, like wow. almost decapitated her. And the security guard ran over there. She was dead before they could even get her in the hospital. And wow. she was in the hospital. And you're right outside
4: one. the hospital. Yeah. Good they Lord. They never
1: caught that guy.
2: And now go tell really? her husband who's in the yeah. hospital.
1: Never caught Tell him. her husband who's in the and hospital. And anyway, they went in and told her husband what happened and he died the next day. Wow. Concordia. So it was like, uh, my God. I mean, it was just like oh, horrific. And here's these three three Shih Tzus. They had a son who was grown that didn't live here.
3: Just boom, your parents are both dead. Right. Seriously,
4: like.
1: Like like within 24 hours, both of your parents are dead. So he called me because the dogs, you know, what do I do with them? He didn't live here. And I said, bring them to me.
4: He's like states away, or is or
1: he lived w- in another state?
4: Well, obviously he came into town. Like, dang.
1: Yeah. Anyway, my mom adopted them all. They took them, my. They took them all. That's, that's why she got. Prison. That's
4: why she had three Shih tzus all at once. Yep. I yeah. never knew that. I remember that hearing that story of one of your clients that was killed outside the hospital, but I never knew that. You know, her dogs all went to my yeah. grandparents. You yeah.
0: would know that you would know two people that were. It was just an unbelievable. Just unbelievable. And hey,
4: you know, people obviously, and mostly rightly so, like to talk trash about California. But this area that we're talking about... Yeah, this isn't like outside
3: county hospital
4: or anything. That doesn't happen. No. Like, what the heck is that? I was born in that hospital. Like...
0: I think it could be anywhere. I know they just had just... Yeah, that
4: sounds like a random crazy... It was just just a random... random. It was
0: just so
1: random and so... I mean, you think about somebody that kills somebody like that and just... and, And I think... You're on PCP or like?
4: Yeah, you're like in some kind of drug so and, amped, drug and you know you you have thing. to be
0: because to kill someone for a chance so so violently that there might be something in the purse because let's face it these days or even probably then women do don't carry wads of cash right. in their purse. You're gonna get yeah the, get the most
4: expensive thing on your person is either your a physical purse your physical purse itself or your phone. Yeah. Which, yeah, so I
3: mean, this was twenty years ago. Easily. That's true.
4: Yeah. Man, I, I, I never I never knew that's that's. What did she rename those all those
1: dogs? She didn't rename them. She kept their names. Um, their names were Su Lin and Ning Pu. Su Lin and Ning Pu.
2: I remember those names now. Yeah. I, remember yeah. Those. I don't remember those names. No. Grandma had those dogs. I thought.
4: I remember the painting I remember the names. Of, of the three of them.
2: Oh yeah, that's right.
3: Was Amelia one of those dogs? No, Amelia Amelia my mom
1: got as a puppy. I can't remember what the other one's name was. One of them had a like a heart attack in the vet's office. Like she wasn't breathing well and my mom rushed her down there and Dr. Lepper was in there and she just Oh, I
3: remember you got the call your <laughs> mom's in here
1: hysterical. Yeah. They <laughs> called me from the vet's office that you know your mom is in here and hysterical and screaming and as one
3: does.
4: So you should probably come over
1: you should come deal with this
4: yeah because we don't because we don't yeah
1: because yeah. my mom doesn't deal with stuff like that very well yeah.
3: yeah and they didn't have a phone number to call your dad
1: <laughs> so anyway that was a terrible story
4: that's crazy i i, I didn't i didn't realize those two stories kind of what what year was that
1: that's a good question man
4: like late 90s
3: but i could google it that I could Google it and come up. I Google you could what?
4: Google, it. Google Well, a I mean, that's oh, a huge... Once again, this area, it's like... You that Google that in five minutes. It doesn't happen where you just like stabbed to death outside of a nice hospital.
0: Doesn't happen in Laguna either.
4: Well, I mean, things happen everywhere, but it's. I'm just saying it's like...
0: Well, Megan's
1: murder was different because it was a loved one and that's, that's much more commonplace, yeah. you know, that somebody you know... But Eve, it's still shocking. Oh, it's, it's the
0: most shocking. I still can't cope with it. You know, we'll never forget that morning. Me neither. And we just were like, okay, it's a Dog Day Bordeaux, and it's on Pacific Coast Highway. And we're just, you're like, it can't be. It can't well, be. Rochelle called me and said, I think Megan has been killed. And I'm like... Why would you even say that to me? I know you were saying that out loud. Yeah, why but, are you saying this to me? But then we had so, so then the report of it though. Cuz you
1: immediately went on the Google machine. I, well,
0: because I knew because it gave the block of where it happened on Pacific Coast Highway, which I had just mailed Megan a card. So I knew her street address and it tied with the block. And then there was a dog Day Bordeaux. I'm and like, that's what Rochelle said. She said that no she said there's a Bordeaux. There's a
1: Bordeaux at the scene. That's a it's a Bordeaux. She goes, how many people have a Bordeaux that li-?
0: she go, She knew where Megan lived. She yeah. goes, I know where she lives, and there's a Bordeaux. I knew then. Whenever it was the the block and everything, I thought there's no well, possible Ma- way. Well,
1: Rochelle said it says that that the son killed her. And see, we know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We
1: know that there was you know that Matt was not right. Didn't think he would kill her, but that we did. We knew that he wasn't right. Anyway, I was just a... Uh...
0: I'll never get over that.
4: That's one of those things where... <clears throat> I don't know how you... how like... You
0: can't. Well, it's happening everywhere. Because I noticed just down by my house, I had been to this Marshall's to get some Easter basket things. At right off 75, across the highway from the Chewys. Okay. Do you think about going in the Chewys in the broad daylight like there's a problem? I mean, I don't i might not go down there at night in the dark by myself i don't go i don't go to any stores at night and i just i'm, just, I'm not but doing that some lady was going in marshall's and the, she didn't get her throat but she was they wonder purse and that this happened i mean very close to my house that was last week and the moral of the story is if somebody wants your purse, let them have yeah, it. Give it to them. But you know what? what well, she you're pulled, saying, the She way, pulled against it instinctively. The way she, she probably would have. Exactly. That's what the, the
1: security guard was exactly. horrified by. He didn't by give her the
2: opportunity it. to. Because that's what he said.
1: He said she didn't like fight with him. She didn't like try to pull it back yeah. or anything. And throw she your purse down, down and that. battle
4: it out or anything. Exactly. You know? <clears throat> well, that's it's right. also really strange like with that case too. You know, I know just from watching every episode of I Survived that's ever been. It's like, and there's a lot of throat cutting in that show that's detailed graphically but it's i mean it's really hard to kill someone that way i think he just you just got yeah he just maybe she pulled and he just got her and i think
1: it's just that like i said i think it's just the strength of it and the it's like we were just talking about this today when we were baking cookies and i don't know why um the oj simpson
4: well, that's a whole different the level. The strength
1: and the rage, though, because he almost he decapitated her too. But he's OJ size.
4: Yeah.
1: And and, she's and, a, Matt, she, and she and Matt killed Megan and, and cut her head off.
4: Yeah. And he's so, and he's not OJ size.
1: He's not OJ size. He's shorter than me. But he's but he's, but he's pretty he really jacked. He's, he did so,
0: work. No. He did work out. He all worked all the time. out. He's all as the tall
4: time. as you, Jess. He's he's, he's not short.
1: Well, he not wasn't short. He's no. at least six foot tall. No.
4: He, I mean, he's a, he's an athlete. You're
1: thinking of him when he was a younger boy. Yeah. And, and very fit incredibly fit yeah and schizophrenic yeah so you know he goes into a rageful place that we don't understand did he
2: wound her a bunch of like did he stab her a bunch of times
1: we are just talking about that too she mm. was just asking that question and I said I don't know I would like to see the coroner's report on that I don't know if you could ever I remember, find that I
4: remember before that you didn't want that
0: I would like to understand what happened. Well, you're trying, you're reasoning. You're I, trying you, to, you, I mean, you're, you're, you're trying, trying to make, sense to make yes. of, yeah. the, of the. Of and the, you won't. There's no sense to be I mean, be I,
4: I, I agree with Laura there. I mean, no matter what is in that report, nothing's going to make you like feel better about it.
1: Well, this is what would make me feel better about it. If she wasn't stabbed a bunch of times, if it was just
4: very was fast. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, if it, it, it's worse the I Survived stories where people are stabbed 150 times and then they cut their throat. Yeah. And I would like to know that. I would like to know if it was that just she, fast.
2: Even yeah. if the answer sucks?
1: Well, he, she's murdered and she's killed. but.
4: Yeah, even if the answer is that she wasn't. You know, you have, to, you have to decide if you want to hear that too.
1: I honestly think because the news loves the drama and loves the gore, I think that if she had been stabbed multiple times, they would yeah, have said that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think they would have said
4: that. Not really, because yeah. because this story, her story, when it comes to like a major news cycle, it's just like a quick thing. And see, n- nobody is like so interested in it. And, if, and in fact, I think it turns people away because well, that's, because, that's because that's it, highlight, it, it highlights the reality of, you know, mental health. And this was, this was something that happened within the family. And not a lot of people... Unless you're, like, a prominent figure. Nobody wants to dive into your own onion. Yeah, it w- no. it w-
2: he's right. It would have been more sensationalized if it was a random killing because then they can fear, everyone fear. Yeah, Look right. how gruesome yeah. it and was. And then there comes a guy, big story, guy, you know. Yeah.
0: You should be scared, well, too. Well, that's yeah. what we what talked about when it happened, though, of, like, you know, twenty twenty is not going to cover this. 48 hours isn't going to cover this because there's an opening and there's a closing. There's nothing to discuss. We know except, what happened. except
1: for if you Google it. It's in the Daily Mirror, that trash but, rag that in Europe. It was, it was just yeah, though, the initial
0: report of it. That's yeah. all there was, and it's gone like it Once never again, happened. Once again,
4: like those types of media companies, like live for sensationalism. So any type of big headline, they're just going to grab it and throw it. Yeah. So. Because it, it works, it creates traction. And, yeah, and I, I guess. I guess if
1: he was like on the run and they couldn't find
3: him
4: Oh yeah, all those things would have made it it way way bigger because they caught him like within an hour but once again it's like mental health crisis within the family these are non you know these are not public figures this is just it's just a a terrible tragedy that happened within a family that nobody knows and you know nobody has really there's no national interest in them and so it just it just is what it is where it looks like just an awful tragedy and believe it or not, people don't really want to, like, dive into the specifics of that because it's obviously very personal and nobody has any other stake in it unless you know the person. Right. So, but, you know, her autopsy report, like, you can Freedom of Information Act that if you wanted to look at it.
0: I'm
2: sure Laura can get it. Laura I would everybody. like to know.
4: If you want Laura to get it first and then I'll look at it and then we can go from there. But well, She's I'm not, still going to know that I'm you not, have
2: it and she's going to want the answer.
1: No, you don't it. have to tell me you have it.
2: Oh that yeah that okay worked. we can just leave it at tell that me you have it we'll leave it at that yeah that's the move
3: i think 99 does that sound better that sounds more mm-hmm. like it that there's a site up that still has a reward really wow it was updated in 2011 that's right
1: and you know like uh, with that kind of a case because he took her purse he got it
4: in the other in the other case we're talking about right, right.
1: the ones with the shih tzu's with my mom
4: yeah
1: um the client you would think that he would like try to use her cards or something because that's how you're gonna catch that guy. Try to use her cards, but it, but
3: it, but at that time period, they they didn't have the sophisticated technology to find somebody.
4: No, you pretty pretty well, much I know where mean, a credit card gets run. Card. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah, but it's not the same as where you can like instantly, you know, download and track, you know, it's video you, footage.
2: You, you uh, yeah, you give a warrant to the credit card company, they're gonna give you whatever they have.
3: I know, but like, like that's like, you know, four days later.
4: Yeah, that has to be some kind of drug-induced psychosis type. That's what I... That's completely the, random, like That's, that's kind crazy. of the way I
1: felt about it, is that, that those kinds of cases where somebody kills somebody so strongly and violently, you know, that you don't even know. Because most of the time when there's a crime with somebody's murdered that way, they always say it's like a crime of passion or somebody knows you, hates you, whatever, for whatever reason. But for a or stranger, that they're on drugs. Right. And that's the thing about, about that. Case. She was about the nicest lady ever. She, they were both just incredibly, incredibly nice people. It's always the nice ones. Yeah, I could leave a list of, you know, people I would choose otherwise. <laughs> anyway. What, what, what I was getting to was dogs living to be 15. And we went,
0: sidetracked! As, as, as we as do. One does. It happens.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, old Melba. I was thinking about her and her age, because it was she getting kookier or what? Oh, yeah. oh well, no. and major, she walks yeah. like
0: she walk, walks like what Sarah did when Sarah came in. I mean, she was walking like this into the table just now and going. Yeah, around and, and like, and kook, and like walk... kookier
4: than
2: she was a week ago, yeah. or just super talking cool.
4: like head tilt and oh. you know
0: walks around, into the wall,
4: around in circles. And yeah, things like that's
1: that. no fun. Sometimes she gets underneath my dog beds in my bedroom
0: and like can't get out.
4: Hmm. Like, that's
0: what Roxy was doing at the end. And I'm like, what are you doing under dog, there? She would get caught in places. So yeah. before Car- Carly would go to work, she would go around and, like, fix things because Roxy would get caught and couldn't get out. Yeah. So she does. Like she she'll her do her it in a corner. A chair. She'll, she'll do get... it in a corner. So it's like
1: a
3: Roomba that's stuck, you yeah. know?
1: Yeah. She, like, bumps the wall here, and then she bumps the wall here, and like a Roomba, you and know? Then
3: you just kinda stop. And
1: then you just kind of stop. And then she stop. starts barking. No, no. she won't bark. She won't bark like that. She'll I'll feed her in my bathroom sometimes because it's hit or miss whether she'll eat or not, but when she does, she's really, really slow. So I just put her in my bathroom and shut the door. So, you know, you have all the time you want in there. I did it this morning. And she probably was in there an hour before she gets mad. And then she yeah, We're starting the on door.
3: cookies and she's
1: in there. I go, oh, there's, there's a kook in there. Barking. <laughs> and she'd only eaten like half of her food. And then she'll just circle the room and circle the room and anyway, what I was getting to, I've never had to make a decision to euthanize a dog based on poopiness, based on this. So, because I, I look at it and go, it's still quality of life. You know, when I posted about her, there was a lot, a lot of people who had a lot, a lot of thoughts on that. And had dogs that were doing, the, the, it's dementia. I mean, that's what it is. It's dementia, which occurs in these little dogs that live too yeah, long. If you
2: interact with her, is she a dog? No. no. Then what are we doing?
0: That's what I'm well, saying. Well, But when it's your dog, let's just say like it's Newt. Yeah, of course. So it's easy for me to sit here and say, hey, Melba looks bad, da-da-da-da, yada-da, because I'm removed. Ex- ex- exactly but right. But it's your new yeah, thing, you don't see her in that same way, well, and so, it, uh, actually you, you make actually, accommodations. Actually, actually,
4: you do see it. You do see the subtle, you know, lacking in cognitive ability or, like, little kooky things that happened and they happen over time so you just like that just kind of becomes your new normal yeah, you make the accommodation you know for and, yeah, and I was I was doing that with Fred you doing that with Fred I was doing that with Fred yeah. and did
2: that with Lola yeah so, exactly
4: um,
0: and I did that with old Sasha up until that morning at 6am when she had her like Catastrophic, some, some kind of some a neurological
4: of event, stroke or something, or and
0: went into the wall and screaming and you know all the things we say. Hey, you don't want this to happen to you, you know. Of yeah. course, it happened at six a.m. as I'm getting ready for work and she's screaming and I'm trying to pick her up in the ER and you know they've got to place a catheter so that you can and she's screaming. So yes, yeah, I but I was doing the same thing that we're talking about, like make accommodation she had to be carried outside to go to the bathroom carried back inside we couldn't put her on any sofas because she'll just walk right off fall yeah i can't off. do that with melba you know you, you cannot put her like on the bed she'll fall right off of it yeah. all you know everything was a problem like if a dog walked past her it scared her so she would like shoot out of the bed and trying to bite oh because she didn't know what was about to happen and she was afraid yeah she know you yeah, she still kind of was. She deep. like want to sit with you. Like, yes, yeah. she. Nobody did. doesn't do any of that. Nobody yeah. doesn't care. Well, but... see, that that's
4: that's really hard too, because it's like it's 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 like with Fred, he stopped being, he stopped being like seeking me out and seeking comfort like he would always do. Like I sit on the couch, he wants to snuggle right next to me. All yeah, because
1: Fred was an affectionate
4: <clears throat> dog. He was, a, he was a very snuggly little guy. Yeah, but like for the last two to maybe three years, he didn't do that. Mm-hmm. He just wasn't. There was, like, something in his mind to where he couldn't, he couldn't find comfort in that anymore. He wanted to go put himself way away. And so that, that kind of became the new normal Fred because the old Fred was gone.
1: It's the distant Fred.
4: Yeah, yeah. So, it's very you know, strange. So li- li- little things like that kind of happen. And, you know, once again, it's when it's just you working with it, it becomes normal. And then it happens over time and over time. And you just don't realize, like, kind of, like, how far you... How far we've gone here. Like how big of a change we've gone through.
3: Because it's been gradual, incremental.
4: Exactly, yeah.
3: Well, and you have all those feelings attached to it. See, Mm -hmm. Melba's different because you don't have that. Exactly. She's not my dog. She's Mm -hmm. not been my dog. She doesn't care about you.
0: She doesn't care about me. So I brought her here to care for her. Well, you rescued her the same way we would rescue any dog. Yeah. And you, have a, you had an obligation. It's an obligation. As a family member, this is your dad's dog to do the right thing by right. her.
4: But, you know, you're talking about having a dog to where you never had to, you know.
1: I've never, I've never had a dog that lived to be so old that they weren't failing physically, physically but failing mentally. Yeah. I have never experienced that before. I had Hannah... She was a little kooky. She was a little kooky. I think she lived to be like 13. It was like not a big deal. Deaf. And, you know, she would just bark. She would just like walk up and down the hallways and bark. I don't remember that. Yeah, she was, she was pretty nuts. But she still died from her heart. Mm-hmm. You know? But this dog, it's real, easy to, it's real easy to say to people, well, you know, she doesn't have any quality of life. So do you just take her and put her to sleep? I don't feel good about that.
0: No, but this is the thing, and I keep saying it every time that we do this in a podcast. This is the problem, is you don't want to do that. But then you also don't want what happened to me to happen because you waited so long because you didn't want to do that, that then you wind up, my dog screaming and flailing, and they are having trouble starting an IV on her. Well, I and can. those and
4: those are the last moments. And that's know, how right. you don't you don't want. And that. you
0: you I called you at six mm-hmm. o'clock crying because that's what I had to do to my dog, and it broke my heart. Yeah. to do that to her, and it and it's I terrible. already
1: know. I already know because you know Melba came to me when she was 15 in September, and she needed her teeth cleaned. So I took her to Dr. Reno. I said, just, you know, do whatever you need to do. Well, she's very problematic to work on. Very problematic. Because she's old and she panics. Yes, and that's so, and what Sasha going to did. Bite and she's, so, you know, they had to, like, kind of try to sedate her to even, like, get an
0: IV in for her to get her teeth yeah. cleaned. So if you're in the middle of, like, an emergency situation where a dog is, like, you know, yeah for lack of a better word, but just stroking out and being, you know, you can imagine they can't, they're trying to get an IV started and this little wiry dog's just all over the place. And it's, it's not a good, it's not good. It's not because you can't communicate with them. No.
1: So you can't comfort them. Mm -hmm. She can't hear you.
2: She doesn't doesn't even know you. And the
0: smells of the place Mm -hmm. that you're at, it's a scary thing Yeah, that you're, now you're at a place where there's, What I wanted to go back to was my
1: relationship with her. When we, when we went all the way back to, you know. They got that dog just after I moved here. And Jessica was still there. She was behind waiting for Doug to graduate. And it made me mad. Because they just got this dog without asking me or, you know. Heaven forbid anybody. It, well, always,
4: it always makes me mad too.
1: Well, because here's what was awful. Melba was awful. She was she a was terrible, an awful puppy. Mm-hmm. puppy, who's going to bite people, awesome. and would not stand for being groomed. Thankfully, Jessica was still there because Jessica, you know, whipped her into shape, trained her, said, "You are not doing this. This is not going to happen." And Melba is very strong-willed, mm-hmm. very strong-willed dog. She's going to do what she wants, but she Just learned like she learned mom. very quickly <laughs> in the grooming world that you will not do what you want, and she would comply.
3: She got better, but I was pretty worried that, like, this is going to be a nasty little dog. And when they bite took them. her
1: to our vet in Southern California, Dr. Leper said to them, this is a terrible dog. This is a terrible little dog. She's, you know, she wants to bite people. She's awful to work on. And that made my mom really upset. Yeah. But... It's, it's genetic. Yeah. You know, it's who they are.
4: And once again, folks, you won't hear this type of stuff, but behind the scenes, this is what we say about your dog.
1: <laughs> well, because... Because so vets,
4: vets are not going to tell somebody that. They're going to tell you that, well, but not the not relationship The relationship
1: that we had with this vet in Southern California was, was like a Dr. Reno situation. We're very friendly. We're very frank with one another. And, you know, he, he said, this is a terrible dog. Yeah. This is a terrible. I dog. I said
3: that. I said I remember talking to you about. It. I'm like, this is a this is a terrible little dog. This yeah. is a nasty, nasty <clears> little dog. So she had to get whipped into shape, you know,
1: from her with her youth of you know, you will stand here and get a bath, and you will stand here and get your hair brushed. You you don't you don't have any say about this. And if she hadn't if she hadn't like been groomed by Jessica, that dog would have bit everybody her whole life. Yeah. But she did learn to comply. She's a very intelligent little dog. She is sharp as a tack. She has a lot of drive. Has a lot of, lot of chutzpah. I mean, my dad thoroughly enjoyed her because mm-hmm. she's, you know, she was a she was a character. She's a little badass. She is a little badass. That's exactly what she was. Spunky would go right out and chase a coyote out of yeah, her yard. she hears those coyotes.
4: Smell those coyotes. She's yeah. going after them.
1: So. But I never really had a relationship with her because I didn't live there. Yeah. So I would only see her when I would like go to visit. And she's a little bit of a standoffish dog. Mm -hmm. You know, when I would go to the house, she's not an affectionate dog. No. She never was with them. She wouldn't sleep with them. She would, when she opted, she would get up on the, the sofa and she might sit on my dad's lap. Or she would sit next to him. Or she mom. would sit next to him. Where, and that was on her terms mm-hmm. when she decided. And then the rest of the time, she would get, get down and do whatever she wanted to do. So
4: Yeah, she wasn't scared or nervous. She just doesn't really give a shit doesn't about really you.
1: Exactly. Exactly. She just kind of had that personality of a very independent little dog. Mm-hmm. It, uh, dominant, intelligent, independent dog. So, you know, I spent quite a bit of time there. Like, when my dad was dying, she was only two years old at that time. We just had the anniversary of dad's death on April Fool's. 13 years ago. So, you know, she was like two years old. So I spent quite a bit of time there, but she never wanted to have a relationship with me. Never, like, would come to me to be friendly for me to, like, hold her or anything. She's not that kind of a dog. So... For this to occur, where she ultimately ends up in my hands, is kind of a peculiar thing. Um, but when I went to get her, she does remember me. Yeah. When I went to pick her up from Julie, because mm. Julie took care of her for like six months while my mom was like in the hospital in a treatment facility, back you know trying to figure out where she was going to be at her you know 88 years old. So Julie, my, my friend, and who bought Hair of the Dog, took my mom's dog home and took care of her for like six months because there wasn't anybody else that was going to do it. And it, it got to the point where I finally had to say to her, I'm just going to come get that dog because my mom is not coming out of this place. She cannot have this dog. So when I went to go pick her up at Hair of the Dog, you know, she wiggled a little bit like she kind of like she kind <clears> of <throat> knew me. She kind of re- there was a little flash of her in her younger days. Mm. But then when I got her home it was clear she can't hear. So, she, you know, she comes in deaf, but she had better vision than she has now. And the deterioration has been pretty rapid. Yeah. I mean it really has been. I say that, but is it rapid to like deteriorate significantly from age 15 to 15 and a half? Probably not. That's not rapid. She's like, she's like a hundred year old person. Yeah. You know? So all I can say about her with like a personality right now, because I see none, I see no personality. Sometimes when I'm sitting down, she'll wander over in my direction. I can't say she's coming to me. She'll wander in my direction and I'll reach down and just kind of rub her head and she'll stand there for a second. Like she likes that, she thinks she remembers liking that, and then she quickly turns aw- and walks away. But then she'll come back. Hmm. So then I'll pet her head some more, and she like likes that, and then she quickly turns away and she leaves and she doesn't come back. So it's almost like a little glimpse of who she was younger. Yeah, you know, just a little bit of her independence, but yet she kind of likes that affection. But that's it. That's the only. That's the. That's the only connection that I make with her. Like twice a week yeah the rest of the time she's just a she's just a little being in the house that's asleep 90 percent of the time yeah and then i have two times a day where i try to feed her and most of the time i put it down she looks at it she just goes and starts walking in circles and doesn't really want that
2: so i mean just because you don't take her and put her to sleep because she's you know, not really a dog anymore. It doesn't mean that what happened to Laura is going to happen to her. Like You he might come in one day she's gone. Well, you're setting yourself up for it. The, se- here's the danger is, possible, is
3: that we're getting ready to leave for 12 days and she's in Eva's hands and she does that. Mm-hmm. Well, and
0: the other thing about being out here where you guys are is you're 30 minutes away from any emergency vet. So what that entails is you're flying down the highway and it's always at night or pouring rain. Some there's it's On Friday weekend. night. Friday at six ten. Yeah. Holiday. It's, there's no like for me, I live five miles from the ER. Yeah. So even though it was a terrible trip for me to make with her, that's five miles. Yeah. I can go by myself for you guys that means you got to wake somebody else up to go, you got one person to hold one person to drive which ERs open which one can I get to it's it's or a more gonna traumatic and it's a big event. fat
2: question mark and you're on 7 hours difference in Italy yeah. and you're not going to be able to get a hold of you
0: yeah
1: you know it, it <clears throat> and you, th- you I think to myself you feel a little terrible about making a decision based on that
4: Yep. Yeah. i did the exact same you thing you did the
1: exact same thing with, with fred, fred. W- yeah. When it was time to go to Hochatown with your friends,
4: yeah my because my like my like one trip a year that I look forward right. to you're
1: gonna leave them in somebody else's hands to deal with yeah and and I, and see a a big part of me goes that's not fair. that's not fair to leave this emergency in somebody exactly. else's hands
4: because we have that happen to us at the ranch, yeah, you know I always yeah I, I have a client that shows up, I haven't seen you in maybe like a year or two, and you bring me this dog that I remember, and it's like a older shell of itself and i'm like what am i supposed to why are you going anywhere with this yeah with this dog yeah this thing i mean and of course you know we'll take it and but we have to Work extra hard and do create a whole separate program for this dog because it's like to keep it safe, keep it can't. away Gen from it the pond. To know the special like, yeah, mm-hmm. it like can't see. It yeah. like can't hear. Exactly, it has no stamina. You just walked in and it's panting like it's gonna have a heart attack. Right, it's like you really think I'm. You, this is fine for boarding. Well, it'd be. But like, then again, it's like you know you see it every day. You don't realize how far you how come. bad it's gotten. I saw the dog two years ago and what I remember it's like I don't even recognize this exactly dog. but to you taking care of it it's like what's up I mean oh yeah a couple things excuses in the brain you know things that we all do that I do you do
0: yeah um, well, that's why when I saw Melba today and I'm like oh Melba doesn't look good she doesn't look good because I haven't seen Melba in maybe two months or three. I
4: saw her three days ago and she's just like this and that's and that's it
0: yeah.
1: So I'm. T- I just take it day by day. You know, i uh, It's on my mind constantly, mm-hmm. thinking about it constantly. But you know that that ER trip in the middle of the night. That's just. It's just not fair. Well, I mean, to
0: you've know. made it so many times. Well, well, and, and
4: and for me with Fred, Fred kind of made it easier because he started having he these having seize- these, these seizure he's events. Seizing. Yeah. Like that. It was like a seizure, but it wasn't like a seizure. I'm still not sure what Seizures it. Seizures are
2: weird. It's like a whole spectrum th- of th- things. I think that there are a whole seizure. spectrum.
4: Yeah, it, it it might be like a mild heart attack type of thing that might have been happening with him as well that I was reading about. Well,
0: not getting enough oxygen to the brain, yeah. or, or do they have yeah. a, some type of a bleed? I know when this just happened, you know, two weeks ago with our old Dachshund, and all of a sudden she couldn't get up, and Carly was like, "Here, Carly's an RN, and." does ecmo but she was like travis she could not she couldn't rationalize she couldn't. the the medicalness of it in her own even though she, because it's her own dog yeah you know, she she was like well no i think she could get up because the floor's really um slippery and she ca and i knew no and the word i used was like i think she's had a stroke yeah and the vet was saying we really don't use that term It's more like a brain bleed and it's not recoverable Mm -hmm. and she can't, she this connection to her leg is not working yeah she's not going to recover from this yeah, yeah. and when she finally it gives me just chills. when she finally said that carly as a nurse was able to that made sense to her yeah. yes and she was able but to. i had to get your mom on because again when did this happen we were leaving for vacation the next sunday mm-hmm. this happened to us at 11 we were on our way to the emergency vet at 11 o'clock at night before we left to take her to the pet sitter the next morning and i had to get your mom on the phone with carly because carly wasn't hearing me she yeah. couldn't hear me yeah. so i had to get your mom on mm-hmm. the phone so that your mom could like talk to her and help her start to process but it wasn't until the vet spoke to her in medical in medical terms, terms that she could relate to because carly's talked to plenty of people who their family members dying With the same kinds of terms. On an ECMO. Yeah. With the brain bleed or heart, you know, all the, and so when she said it, she can't recover from this, you know, then she could make the decision. But when does it always happen? I mean, here we were getting, literally getting ready to fly away. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And like I said to Carly on the phone, you can't leave this for somebody else. And you will kill yourself if, if she were You died weren't here for she, your dog. Yes. Yep. When she died. Yeah. you yep. you will never forgive yourself for that. So it's the old statement that everybody says: "I would rather do it a little too early than, than, too, late. than too late."
4: Yeah. Yeah. I remember was you you were saying that like you know, um, you know, and hours early is better than like days late yeah. type thing. Yeah. And 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 I was I was. Getting to that shaky ground, I, I feel like with with Fred, because as it got worse, you know, the other dogs don't see him as a dog anymore. Like, yeah, him and him and Schweeps, they can share the same bed all the time, sleep next to each other. No big deal. But when he started, you know, acting differently or like or having these seizures or, or whatever they are. And it's not when he's in the seizure mode, but it's like ever since then, even when he's acting relatively normal, they don't trust his movements anymore. He's he's now some he's something else to them. Mm-hmm. He's not there anymore. Yeah. And you're acting like a weird animal in their house. So, you know, Fred is just with his terrible vision, just trying to go find some place to lay down who can't hear. And sweeps is like going to growl at him. Yeah. And then he doesn't hear that. And then she's going to nip. You know, I, I can't let that turn into something. While I'm not there, you know, because I'm not going to have my dog go out like that.
1: I have the same thing that happens right now with Melba. She's it's inappropriate behavior. Yeah. Is the way the other dogs view it. It's unbalanced, inappropriate behavior Mm -hmm. because they don't take any cues because they don't understand cues or hear cues anymore.
4: Cues are gone. Cues are gone. Hear cues, see cues, cues are out.
1: So now she she, because she's circling around and bumping into things and circling around and she'll do that to Bubbles. And bubbles will go rah.
4: Yeah, bubbles is a big block. You know, she's right. a big baby, but she, she's gonna but she, bluff big.
1: Right, because because you're being rude. Yeah. You're being because that what's not. Not, not only normal, are you being
4: rude, but this has never happened before. So right. why is it happening now? Go. Right. You're gonna get a big response. Exactly. What is what is going on? Yeah. So.
1: I remember years ago, Rochelle had two little dogs. Old Mavis, oh Mave, just the cutest little thing. Run me a Gale, long-haired, wiry, yeah, with a little mohawk hair on the top, yeah. or a uh, Dachshund, I mean. And she had Ivy, this little mm-hmm. street dog. And it was the same thing. Mavis got really old, really inappropriate. Couldn't hear, couldn't mm-hmm. see, and Ivy would attack her. Yeah. Because you don't listen. Because you don't listen. Yeah. You don't listen when I growl at you. You don't listen when I correct you. And eventually it turns into violence like that because we like to think of our dogs as like people, but they're not. They're animals and they are not sympathetic to that. Everything is about. It's actually a lot of
4: similarities when you really break it down. It's like (laughs) when you know how to act like a human being, you are allowed to the table. To be with other human beings, but if I got up right now and I pulled my pants down and I started urinating on the table or started throwing things at everyone, you wouldn't like, be invited oh anymore. You guys would get and really did, upset. And didn't respond when we told you to <laughs> you stop guys doing would what get, you're doing. And yeah, and, and there's no Pull your pants up, there's Travis. no rationalizing yeah. me not taking my pants off anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so it's you guys, and we, never know, cues we never out know. Out when you're going to take You guys are going to get again. very upset. <laughs> I could continue to get belligerent. It could turn into a physical altercation. You know, things that happen at Waffle House. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's, so there is there is a lot of similarities to that. I know how to conduct myself, so that's why I'm allowed at the table. And it's the same thing with the dogs. Yeah. You know, I can't bring Cuckoo Lulu over to the ranch. No. No. The dog pack looks at that and goes, what is that? Exactly. It, it acts like a raccoon. She I don't know what the hell so that is. Danger. She would be in so you much don't, danger. Because you can't present yourself on a dog. You can't see or you don't know about anymore, like the dog terms, the dog behaviors, how to act, how to behave in a group. And yeah, you're quickly
2: ostracized. Yeah. This is the so. word that always comes when you have a dog like that and it's like interacting with the dog. It's like, it's not a dog anymore. It's an organism. It <clears throat> is.
1: I think I've just had that thing. And, and, like an gr-
4: yeah. yeah. and it yeah. sounds like an ever evolving one. It sounds like kind of gross and
2: clinical, but like when I had uh, I had Lola, she would stay with me a bunch of times. And she's not a dog, she's just an an animal doing like you.
1: That's exactly. That mm-hmm. It's a exactly, devolving organism. That is exactly what Melba is. Yeah,
2: it's an organism.
1: It's she's alive. Yeah. yeah so
3: yeah. where where do you? You almost come
4: full circle, like Benjamin Button. Like it's yeah. you're, you're kind of a puppy again. You you don't know. Except you can't learn things anymore. Yeah, it's puppy in reverse. I mean. So those,
3: so why do we hold on to like your life because you're not in there anymore? You're long it's true, gone, but it's not—it's not as easy of a decision as no, you. I'm not, not saying it is. I'm just—I'm just in our rational and brain. Why do we hold I know on that to it? Well, because
0: it slowly happens. Like what Travis was saying, you make an accommodation, and then you make another accommodation, and before long, you're way over here. But for you, it was like, its like the rabbit in the kettle the heat's slowly been turned up you didn't just all of a sudden go to boiling way over here sure
3: but we're sitting here and we can recognize that that's what that is and that's what we're looking at so you know where comes the question then about the decision at well she
4: has a lot of factors but to most people it's like this is my dog like, I, I hold on to who i remember exactly, it was. exactly. it's
0: like newt. i just you, think you falsely
4: hope that it that it can maybe come back or that, or and then sometimes it does, and you see like a little glimmer, and then you kind of reset again. You're like your expectations of of who and this dog is. And that's what she'll do.
1: She's done this like two times in the last two weeks, where I'm feeding the dogs on the back porch, and here she is.
4: Yeah, it's like, oh hi.
1: And that's how she was when she first lived with me. She would come to the back porch. With she likes food because it's time to eat, and he, he, I'm here with the dogs. You know, she would look up at me and. And she just then that slowly just went away. Yeah. To where she doesn't do that anymore, except for like in a blue moon. Oh look, she's she's in this room. She's like three percent in there. But just as quickly she circles and goes back out. Yeah. Because she just—it doesn't make sense to her. She have, gets little spurts of yeah. this is what I should be doing, but it doesn't make sense to her. Then.
4: Yeah. I would have Fred do the same thing. It's like I excited and, and come home, and that's always the routine. He'd get excited too, and he gets all like wild little squirrel, wagging his tail, blah 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 blah, and come up and say hi. But then it was just like, but then like that was it, and then it would. It just so it would away. it would still happen, and you know. Inside, you're like you know you're losing your dog. Yeah. But then you have those little moments, and you're like, oh, he's, he's still he's still even though it immediately went away. Right. Oh, he's still here. He's 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 fine. A little bit of keep telling yourself hair. he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. Yeah. And yeah, it's just it's just really hard, especially if it's like just you, you know. Yeah. Taking care of the dog. So I've, I've never people. had
2: to I never had to do this where you choose like I had to choose with my cats, but that was like medical and like there's no coming back from yes. that. Like to choose based on their brain. I mean, I haven't done it, but I think it's probably the hardest way for this to happen.
1: Oh, absolutely. I I will say a million times when you have a medical situation that you're faced with, oh, look, your cats have cancer in their mouth. Okay, decision is made. Yeah. But with this kind of a thing, it's just yeah, not it's clear
4: like, cut. Well, because it's like, oh, you know, it's it's like Fred. It's like, okay, if I if I'm gone for three hours, he's going to pee on the floor now. And it's like, But I'll just, I just, I can accept that, but other people, it's, you know, things like that can be way harder to deal with, or or you, you don't want to deal with it. Once again, that also turns into your new normal, but, and you know, when when it comes to stuff like that, you go, Oh, I just, do I just want to put my dog down because I'm tired of cleaning up the pee?
1: See, and that's the thing. And that's all and all these things that's float through and, your head, and that's when you
4: that's when you really go down the rabbit hole. And you can get really lost in that. You it's
1: can. Like, and the other thing that I have <clears throat> is I have I feel obligation to my dad.
4: Yeah. yeah. You got that's you got, your newt. You have you right? You, have, that's right you there. compounding things you're you're juggling there mentally right. about this thing.
1: Exactly. And trying to feel okay with that. Yeah. You know, like, what would he want me to
0: do here? Yeah. You know? And I'm not, I'm just not sure. I'm just
1: not sure. One
0: thing that I've learned, like, I always, like, when we go through these kinds of situations, and then maybe I'm in an adoptive situation with someone who's wanting to bring in a puppy, and maybe they have, like, a potential Melba situation on their hands, then I will, like... Kind of counsel them and talk to them about what could potentially happen and that your dog could be in danger. Yeah. Because of the of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you think about the little bull terrier that you and I rescued. Remember Woody? Woody? Mm-hmm. rode yeah. In my lap.
4: Yeah.
0: You know, Woody was placed with the lovely woman and her very her elderly doodle. Wheaton. Soft coated yeah, was a Wheaton. And he ended up killing him like three years into it. Because of this situation, of the dog, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wheaton had seizures. Yeah, oh. and that's it. As, as soon as I heard that Woody
1: had killed that dog, it, we've had we've had this podcast many times talking about a, how vulnerable a dog is having a seizure. You're not home. You're not home, and, and those two yeah. dogs are together. Yeah. Yeah. Bad things can happen. And yeah. so I will
0: just I will say, you know what? I think would be best is if you wait until this dog passes let, away let the dog that you have that you love because they'll say you know I'm worried about bringing the dog will it be a fit Well, and I'll just say look I'm more this and this could happen and I don't want you to go through the a trauma of something like that I think it might be best for us to wait yeah. until yeah. The, your dog passes and then let's I'll keep your application and then let's revisit this mm-hmm. and it's just come <laughs> from experience of seeing yeah. these things the reality of it and not want you know saving someone else the heartache of having to go through that. Yeah. Not necessarily that it's going to happen to everyone, but there is a danger of that. Yeah. And if you're not like in the rescue world or in the dog boarding business, you might not pick up on the younger dog, you know, Giving this dog, this, giving this dog warnings, right? That, that well, yeah, because
4: that, essentially it turns into like a culling of the herd aspect. Yes,
0: yes. exactly. It so. yes, and I, I saw that with my you know old Sasha with my dogs. I knew that they were gonna, it was gonna lead to that, yeah. and so we would just simply remove her. Right, yeah. you know she's two pounds. She gets removed. And what's from funny the is you wor-
1: use the words that you uh, when somebody comes to adopt that you want it to be a good fit.
0: Well, there is no good fit for this old dog. No, right. There is no that, good that fit. That dog and the people. And the there's family. a good
4: fit right now, but it's going to continually get worse and worse. I'm
0: setting you up for failure, and that's the one thing I always say. I don't want to set a dog up for failure. I don't want to set a family up for failure. I want it to be as, and so if I see danger on the horizon, I'm going to stop and say, hey, danger ahead. Exactly. I think we need to pause. Yeah. And. Yeah. There's just a lot to be considered. There here. is a
1: lot to be considered. There is a lot to be considered and mostly I just kinda of take it day by day and I watch her deteriorate day by day. So yep. and I will have to make a decision. I just don't know when, when it's gonna be. But I need to feel good about it, you know? I need to feel solid about my decision. Yeah. You you don't need th- a
0: we want peace.
4: I didn't feel that until a week or two after. Really? So? Yeah. Sometimes no. Yeah. But, you know, it took me that long to kind of decompress and then look back and think about, like, what I've been dealing with. And that's when I allowed myself to say this was the right call. Yeah. And and, ju- and just because there was no great tragedy, it's that's I still I get points for that. Exactly. That he didn't go in some tragic way or that right. he didn't freak out and, um, you know, you okay? sweeps, attacks him or now he's it's injured. And yeah. now do I nurse him back to health or do I put him to sleep when he's... Injured, you know these. You, you want it. You want it to be as as smooth as possible. You so do, and I. And I you and don't I, want them to go through any trauma or have any physical injuries. Or I was also worried about this. Obviously, the seizures getting worse, and um, I don't want my dog to die from a seizure or have a seizure and then get killed by one of my other dogs yeah. because almost any dog would do that. Yeah. so um
1: And I go. I go back to the simple square of quality of life quality of life yours and theirs because that's what it that's what it comes down to when you look at a little dog like melba does is there any enjoyment in life for her is Mm -hmm. there any iota of enjoyment of life for her
4: with me and fred i would just tell myself that oh i can make a nice really comfortable spot for him in the bathroom and he just like wants to constantly sleep i can be okay with that and then there are a couple times there towards the end where i go to let him out of there and I can just hear him pacing around in circles, where, he, that's what she would where do. he, where he, where he, can't rest anymore. Yeah, you know, he just, he's, he, he, he can rest, sure, but now, the anxiety dial is, is turned up, and so he just is just gonna do this. Yeah, because their brain then, is
0: not functioning. And, and parts in, of it.
4: And you know, or like times, or like at night, it's like 10, 11 o'clock at night. All my dogs are laying down. He'll just, randomly get up, and then just, he's gonna do that. And then he's just gonna do that and a, And there a, was there was no calming him down. Once again, he used to be a really snugly affectionate dog where something was bothering him, he would be like come sit by me. Sleep perfectly yeah. but he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't want to sit by me anymore. And so that also tells me it's like he doesn't even recognize who I am anymore. No,
1: and you don't bring him any comfort.
4: No. I in fact I bring him the opposite.
1: Right. And see, I've never brought her comfort because we've never had that relationship. That's where
4: it's different for you, yeah. yeah. But the,
1: the, and also uh, the
4: type of dog that she is, right? Even though I don't think we see that dog anymore,
1: no, like. no. And she the, the, two nights that she's done this because I have a dog door. My dogs can go outside at nighttime to go to the bathrooms, and she knows how to go through that dog door. It um, takes her a while to like figure it out, but she knows that's where the water is, and so she'll go out that door. But I've had two nights, and one of them was cold, where she will not come in back in she's outside and she's doing this in the yard Mm -hmm. doing this and doing this she's not going to make her pads bleed you know and i go out in the cold and get her and bring her back in but once again i offer her no comfort she doesn't want that Mm -hmm. for me to hold her to for me to like warm her up so all i can do is bring her back in and put her on her bed on the floor she gets up she goes right back out that door and just keeps doing it. Yeah. She did that all night long for two nights. Now, if I locked the dog door, she would stand in front of it and bark. Bark. And yeah. Bark. And bark. And bark. What am I supposed to do with that? You know, if that kind of thing gets more common, I'm sorry. We just we we because now I, now I'm stressing about you all night long. Right. You mm-hmm. know, and I'm getting up and getting you to retrieve you to save you to rescue you to comfort you and i can't give you any of that Mm -hmm. that's you know
2: i never really had this thought before but like yeah there's the quality of life square which has always been there and then there's always not all whatever the end is coming for this dog because it's coming for all of them you get to choose that yes you can roll the dice and say that they'll you know go out where they want to go out nice and quiet like donkey did or you could have it be traumatic for them and they mm mm-hmm you know, another dog tears them apart because they're you know. Or a coyote un- gets a, her when or, she's tuned around right or, or a coyote jumps up and to take her because she doesn't know what. Like, you get to choose that, right? So, why not choose it? You, you you could choose it and it's you know as good as it could possibly be, or you can keep rolling the dice.
1: And That's exactly what it is, Wes. That's exactly what it is, and that's what I feel like. That's what I feel like. I'm. It's gambling. You're doing a little gambling, mm-hmm. whereas I could, where I could call it Dr. Reno.
4: It doesn't feel like rolling the dice to the to the person, though. But that is what you are doing,
3: right? See, and when you logically look at that, you're gambling. But what what's the gamble Four. game? Yeah. yeah. What, what are what's you? The, what's what are, the win? What's what the win? Well, like,
4: I mean, there are some people in your situation that would, you know, they're going to subscribe. What it is they're doing to something else? We're basically like. I could see someone like like in in your situation I'm not saying you're doing this but like you know taking care of that dog proves that you know I love my mom I love my dad There's or that. Like, you know there th- is it's it's an it's, obligation. it's obligation or you know I never want anyone to think be disappointed in me so I want to do the best job ever you know and keeping this little crazy thing that shouldn't be alive
2: alive for way longer than it should Exactly so but those are all irrational thoughts.
1: They are irrational thoughts, but they are thoughts. I know. But I are. think the gambling
2: thing is the win is that they go peacefully and quietly. You, and
1: because that's the uh-huh. thing. I yeah, like
4: honestly, if you go downstairs right now and she's passed asleep in her bed, you're going to be like, oh, you know, that's it's great.
1: If she died in her sleep, oh it's celebrate. Yeah, it. yeah. I, would I mean, it's,
4: it's just fantastic. There's no stress. There's no no stress for you. No stress for her. The body it's just a gift. shut off. Yeah. You, it's went, a gift. you went. You went in the quietest time you could. Um, especially when you're we're in this now to where like if you're actually in this situation where you're thinking about what the hell am I going to do with my dog? You know yeah. my dog's old and crazy. Like what what do we do? I mean it just obviously eliminates the the grief of for everyone you, your dogs, your family, everyone. So yeah. I think that's but, what like Laura.
2: Sorry, Laura probably doesn't want to hear this, but that Laura was gambling with her dog, where you know you're hoping you don't know what to do, you just, and she rolled snake eyes, and that sucks, and that's is. and that's horrible, and you keep that kind of thing in your like that's a possibility right. you could roll snake eyes you, can roll happens, snake, you could roll snake eyes ha- ha- in an hour it's 50-50 you'll it roll snake eyes it happened
1: with me years ago with the old cat Mick I don't know if you guys remember Mick or not I, but I did Mick. what she did and that's why when I was when I talked to her about it I've been there you only do that once yeah yeah And what I did with him is he was was just a little carcass. He was probably 19 years old. I thought he was
3: dead multiple times in the house. I mean, he
1: looked dead all the time because of the way he slept. He was really thin. And I kept thinking, you know what? He'll probably just pass away at home. Just quietly just pass away at home. And one day I could tell he was like failing. Like, you know, you're failing. So you know what? I picked him up and I held him like in a rocking chair. I'm just going to hold you while you pass away. Because I'm thinking this would be really nice for him to die this way. That's not what he did. He goes into death throes. He starts screaming because he's trying to die. But, it, but he's fighting this it. What, this is what Charmin, my vet in Southern California, said. She goes, death isn't pretty. No. She goes, it's not like the movies where they close their eyes and quietly go. To... Your body fights that. My We dad know that. He fought, fought it. that. It was horrible to watch him fight to stay alive. And that's what this cat did. And I had to rush to the vet. With him in a towel, with him screaming, trying to die, get him in there. They can't get a vein because they're too old. So they had to inject they had to inject it into his belly and wait for him to die. And when that happened, I thought this will never happen to me again. It yeah. traumat
0: it traumatizes you and it leaves you with the scar. And oh, you remember and it? I feel like, 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 it, like it was
1: yesterday yeah, I remember. I mean it. I
0: remember pulling out of the parking lot of the ER and calling you Yeah. Feeling bad. I was calling you crying at 6.30 in the morning because I knew what I should have done. Yeah. And that's where I'm at with Melba. Yeah. That's where I'm at. It's just, it's just, it's just terrible. And then, you know, Carly said this to me, and I know I said it to you, when you're caring for a dog that has gotten to this point, and where you've made all these accommodations and there can be so many accommodations oh, yeah. and your qual- your quality of life is so stressed and so terrible like Carly had ring cameras Ooh. where she's watching Roxy trying to is she caught somewhere is, stuck in a corner is it this yeah. so Carly's life had become so stressed and Carly said I feel so guilty that my life will be easier yep yeah. And she's having that in the middle of trying to make the decision for. exactly. Even mm-hmm. though that had, you know. But that is the I reality. Mean, but that's part of this. And yeah. it's just, I guess I say all these things because I don't know who's listening. And I don't, oh, I don't I know who's going through this. this but so I just want them to know, you know, don't. I don't want someone to feel guilty for having the thought of that you might have relief because you're you've gotten to the point in your accommodations for your pet that the relief of it just for you personally of not living that way when you've lived that way for a while is, is rough. Right.
1: And that's what I said to you when you were going through that with Sasha is, but I still couldn't do it. the The quality of life is not just for them the quality of life is for everybody that's caring for them. Yeah. And that's the part that, as human beings, it's really difficult for us to let go of the Because government. I just
0: thought, you know what? I'm a strong person yeah. in every part You're of gonna my life. You're going to do the right thing. I'm an overachiever. I can do anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't make the decision based on how hard this is for me because I just need to suck it up and I need to do it. Exactly. And Exactly. Yachty. I
1: mean, I and can just, like... And
0: millions of people are doing that right yeah. now.
1: Right. Right
0: now. But... When it was all said and done, we know what the answer was, is I should have done what was right for her. You had regrets. And, and it was and easy for me to say that to someone when they asked me the question. And, you know, I always say, you know, the last act of kindness that you can give your pet that you love is to help them pass peacefully. Yeah. And then you cannot think of yourself. That's actually selfish. You need to think of them. And how they're feeling and how they're doing and make the decision based on that and not based on how you're feeling because it's not about you. But it's easy for me to say all those things to someone else. But if I and I always talk about and he gives me chill bumps because I know how he feels about Newt. But when I'm thinking about someone that I'm talking about, I'm thinking about someone like Wes, who I know how much he loves Newt or it could be Daryl. And I know that even though I'm saying all these things and they're very logical with the kind of relationship and the kind of love that is there, it's just very difficult to hear that. Yeah, it is. So you have to hear it now when you're not in this situation so that maybe something will resonate when you're in the middle of it because no. you're not rational.
4: No. It's also way easier for us, too, because this is like an everyday thing. Clients... You know, through the rescue, um, the decisions and what the decisions should be based upon the variables that we deal with all the time, it makes it way simpler for us because, once again, the experience and, well, I know not to do this because this has happened to me and it it, it makes it much simpler for us. But to other people, it's like, you know, other people, man, you probably have like, I don't know, three or four dogs like in your life, in your life. It's like I've cared for thousands. Yeah thousands
0: and you don't have a group I, of people to, yeah. dis- <laughs> to discuss this yeah with yeah. and say hey this is happening and everybody chime in and say uh you know yeah
4: we're also not immune to it either it's like you know absolutely it's
1: like, here i'm mean, here i am struggling you know. with it you know
4: but at least i know that i need to come talk to other people about my dog which i never do but like you know <laughs> i need to hey, guys, tell everyone, like, this is what's going on, and then read the room or the response that I get back, you know. Yeah. Um, well,
1: it's important for me even. Cause because once I'm, again, you're stuck I'm in it every day. Of, I'm taking care of Melba every day. So for somebody to see her from two months ago, you can you see this a significant decline. decline. A yeah, significant. I saw her a couple
4: of days ago. I see significant decline.
1: Yeah. I mean, when I first brought her home, Remember, she would come up the steps when we podcast. Yeah, she was yeah. still a dog. She was still a dog. She would come up here. Yeah. Not in a million years would she even be come close to even doing that. Yeah. Well,
0: she was barking down there a few weeks ago during the podcast. That's true. She would bark whenever. Yeah, she
1: doesn't up, do that. the pack would be up here. She, so doesn't she doesn't do that anymore. No, she doesn't care. It's just like she doesn't or notice, notice.
4: Yeah.
3: them anymore.
4: I think you're getting close.
3: Yeah. <sighs> well, anyway, that's our uplifting podcast.
0: I'm sorry. You when, know what, but if it, help, it, if it if it helps one person make Truly. their decision, you know what, then it's a good it's a conversation. I know we've had this kind of conversation a few times. Yeah. But Of course, every,
4: of course when the really bad thing happens to you, that's that's the best experience, but But every time of we you do you don't want that, but sometimes it can be
2: Yeah. Every time we best. do talk about this kind of stuff, the comments are just like, "Oh my god, thank you so much for this." So for me, like that's why I come up here every week because you might help one person.
1: Well, it's true. I mean, it's true. We want to touch. We want to touch people. We want to help people. And that's
2: what know. we do down there anyway. Usually, so we can do it up here and reach people that yep. would never come here. <sighs> yep.
1: All right. Anyway. All right. Night, y'all. Night, everybody. Thanks, guys.